0: Okay. So you were saying about June, uh, it's, it's on record now
1: that again. All right. So in the law of June, there's these, the humans, they become so advanced, they create this robotic race that basically does everything for the humans. You know, it serves them food, serves them water. It calculates everything for them. And it comes to the point where humans become just way too complacent and just lazy that they start to fight back and destroy the robots they, they they created. And it kind of leads into that theory of AI, how it's just gonna take everything over for us. And I think it's it's happening already now. Everyone a lot of people are getting tired of the phone doing everything for them. You know, they're starting to become aware that the phone controls them. The phone
0: No, but you're absolutely right. You were just talking yeah. about social dilemma. There are algorithms out there that calculate how the best get our attention if they get our attention they can sell ad- advertisements to us and the more you see a brand or the more you see a product the more likely you you are to buy it no that that makes absolute sense like instagram and facebook are, are free for a reason because we are the product mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah and uh, yeah it's almost we, we basically need to use it to, to be successful in our businesses right it's it's something that's a necessity at this point.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I get frustrated sometimes. I get frustrated with how the, individ- uh, the individual nowadays uh, has all these injuries and chronic illnesses and relies on so many external factors like doctors and medicine and stuff. And my, my first question is, okay, so what can we do about that? That's actually why I love how you started the conversation off with the robots, I started thinking okay so you want to take back power and i started thinking what are things you can do in your daily life to sort of negate all the stuff that you're not doing hmm. like my dad doesn't train but he has a piece of land in the netherlands where he chops wood uh where he does walking it's just he yeah. so he doesn't need meditation it's- he doesn't need exercise but seeing as we're sitting down all the time and we're comfortable all the time you yeah. So is your dad fit um fit enough like if you yeah if it's you like you were to see him you wouldn't think oh my god he's buff he's strong but he, he's he's doing quite well for his age
1: yeah that incidental training right yeah 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 I've started watching this um YouTube channel the Bioneer. have you heard of him
0: also something that sort of I've, I've heard it but I, I don't know much about it.
1: Oh, he's just—he's just a really good guy. He just really sh- he has a lot of information to share. You know, a lot of YouTube channels, like Athlean X, for example. You see one of his videos—it's so clickbaity. You know? Yeah, I, he, I don't I—he's
0: like yeah. too pragmatic, too dogmatic.
1: Yeah, he—he uh, he will use like he will use all these clickbait titles to get views, and then he uses language in his videos that are too complex for the average user the average viewer and he still gets millions of views and most of the people viewing that probably have um, you know it raises a few more questions which is a good thing but it feels like he's just reading off a off a script functional anatomy book
0: well, all right you know what i feel like with ethylene x alongside all these fitness influencers it's all very convergent because we always see is stop doing this do that you're doing mm-hmm. this wrong
1: yeah yeah and-
0: you know, people are interested in that stuff because they think, oh, I'm doing this wrong. If I do this right, everything will be better
1: always. Well,
0: no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if that were the case, our lives would be a lot easier. That's just no. It
1: just shows how insecure we are as, like, as a race. You know, we, we always want to think we're doing something wrong. You know, we can't be complacent with what if, we're doing right.
0: We don't want to spend time on thinking what the actual problem is. I mean, if you're not sleeping well and you're taking melatonin, maybe you need to stop drinking coffee all the time and if you want to have it have it once a week or in the morning or maybe you need to go outside there's all these things it's never just a yes no answer but the problem is you can't sell that stuff you can't
1: yeah well it's what it is yeah yeah so this channel the bioneer i i think you may have may have seen i think you're following him on instagram but um he's just his channel it's just he's almost like he's created like a library right You know, with AthleanX, it's not a library; it's just clickbait for you. I can't search for something, and sure, some of his information is really good, but I can't search for it if I'm if I've got a question. But this guy, the BioNeer, has really good. Um, yeah, you know, so, I I'm, yeah.
0: I'm, I've just uh, looked him up on on my YouTube. I do have him on Instagram. It's just it yeah. doesn't pop up yeah. that often because I apparently not like his stuff or whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. You that know. This, this chat is actually right on time because, you know, I've been thinking, like, what am I going to add to this world? How, how am I going to make this world a little bit better? And what does better even mean? And my my question, uh, my answer to that was sort of twofold. Well, it's one of them is the kids, like getting kids to move. I mean, I think the most damaging thing you can do to a kid is stuff it full with sugars and give it a scream. Mm. That's honestly, in my opinion, the worst thing you can do because it diminishes all creativity that will be their normal and they are prone to anxiety, depression, and obesity and stuff. Yeah. So my, my answer to that was just get them to move, get them to do stuff. I mean, it doesn't have to be yeah, heavy.
1: I, I, I love – I see some of your videos and just seeing them do, like, monkey bars and stuff like that. You know, they love that shit. I, it's for example, funny. like – you. Know, yeah. That's, that's something I'm really liking about rock climbing at the moment. You know, there's something so instinctive inside of us to just climb shit. You know, something pre like, you know, that's something inside our biology that's thousands of years old that yeah. wants us to climb. And I think that's why people are really attracted to it.
0: And also, the, I, I would say the fear factor as well, the fact that you can actually fall and yeah. you're getting somewhere. Like, this is something I've noticed with training kids is – if I tell them to do a deadlift or a jump or a push-up, they don't really get it because they're like, okay, so I've done one push-up, what now? And to what end? And when is it good? When is it bad? But if I tell them you're jumping on top of something, you're lifting something on something, that's clear. And When you're climbing, or the climb wall, you go from point A to point Z, so you know when you've done it. It's, just, it's more divergent where there's no straight path it's just you figure out at that point what can i do to get there
1: yeah yeah and it's 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 crazy like even fighting has the same thing you know there's something instinctive in us to to fight you know to fuck to fight to climb to eat you know i think just it's really good just to get back to those instincts you know how often are we doing two things at the same time and not focusing on just one of them
0: You know, my my question was, so if you want to be effective in life, right? If you want to have a lot of energy, if you want to be social, if you want to feel good and be strong, be capable of whatever comes your way, being able to deal with that, what's the most efficient way of getting there? And look, I've noticed that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a massive player Mm. because you have the physical contact, you have the the flow state where you're trying to get out of places or getting into places and being able to stay calm when someone is choking you or right on top of you. I mean, that is one of them and they've uh, come up with a lot of research that it has a great effect on your bone density as well. And in turn on your, your ability to fight and stuff. So research is just catching up on something we've always known. It's goddamn important to be able to fight. I mean, I don't know how else to put it.
1: Yeah. Like we've been wrestling for thousands of years and, you know, no one, you know, fads come and go, but things like wrestling haven't left. No. All right. This is, this has just been it's going to go on for years. You know, it's not, I don't really see it ending. Just, it's really cool. It's just something that's always improving. You know, you see like the sport of martial arts just evolving constantly, you know, as we get to know it. Martial arts really is just, uh the scientific method but in physical form
0: yeah because you know what if you do karate if you do kickboxing if you do jujitsu, if you do aikido well it's all different but it's all the same
1: yeah yeah how's your jiu jitsu going oh my
0: god it's been amazing yeah it it's been amazing because we we're, we're in a good group and we respect one another but it's also been amazing because i can tell that my training is working like there's a I, I always talk about carryover i always talk about okay i don't train to live uh, I, don't, I don't live to train i train to live and i want my training to actually have a real effect on everything that i do and truthfully my technique in jiu-jitsu is pretty shit I've, i have considerable uh tec- um, experience in fighting because of kickboxing and judo but technique-wise, yeah. it's just utter crap yeah, But I could tell I had the, the hardware. I could tell I was able to stay calm because of the breath holds and the breath work. I could tell my core was there. I could tell that, that my structure was there. So, f- massive.
1: Massive. Did going to, uh, as a kid, help your BJJ? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. I just, got, I just got my blue belt the other day. Really? really Yeah. yeah. How,
0: how did you get it did you have to have to um,
1: anyone? no we um we just uh, our teacher has a um, like a list of things to show him like he already kind of knows that we are where we at where all his students are at but he'll do like a one-on-one one-on-one with us and ask us to do certain techniques and will take us off on that um but yeah it's, it's interesting like for a while i had this like almost nihilistic view on the belts you know okay they're just they're just different colors they don't really change your skill at all and that that is true to an extent you know the day before I was a blue belt I was a white belt but it's still like once I got it, it felt actually like a an acknowledgement and a, and and a, a step forward and I just kind of took that and accepted it really it is it was, an achievement it is yeah I, I I was I was just trying to not get Egoic about it at the start, but I think it's good to. to it's, I think to get more successful at jujitsu, it's good to understand where you are with those belt colors, and wow. even comparing yourself to other students is not necessarily a bad thing. No, you know, you know, now that I'm a blue belt, I don't really want a white belt to beat me. I want to. <laughs> more... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like. As, as if you're a white belt, you're going to go harder on the blue belts. So it's going to implement on my training a bit. It's going to make it more tougher, which is a good thing.
0: Look, ego has, has been defiled as a, as a word. You know, an yeah. ego can be too small and an ego can be too big. To me, the ego is quite literally the sense of self. It, it is what do I do in my, ba- in my daily life based on what I think of myself? Uh, and that might be am I prone to exercising am I prone to eating am I prone to teaching am I prone to being kind and you know that's part of the reason why a lot of people experience met anxiety because they don't see themselves as a fighter yet they see themselves as a white belt you have upgraded your understanding of yourself by being able to say I am a blue belt which means I have yada 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 so your structure has sort of been built and At some point, you're going to be a purple belt, which is going to build you up even more. Mm -hmm. So I think ego in this case is is good. And you know what? You and I both know that BJJ is the big equalizer. You'll be submitted by white belt at some point, even if you're purple. You don't have your day if someone is just incredibly strong or you're unlucky. No, that will happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. I forgot where I was. At. I had something in my head. I thought, oh, "I was just left me there."
0: Nah, if it, if it comes, it comes. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I. So it is quite obvious to me. I think also to you that we're gonna go through some troublesome times. I mean. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna say World War Three, but uh, there's gonna be civil unrest. Uh, we're gonna, there's gonna be more lockdowns, and it, it's just something inside of me tells me I need to be ready. I need to be mm. capable and for whatever comes my way, so I can keep. Yeah, thinking. So you get,
1: like Mad Max out there. <laughs> Hopefully not,
0: but if that were
1: to happen, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to be ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, I what I what I forgot just kind of came back to me. Um, one thing that really annoys me is that when someone someone starts something new, they do it for the first time, and then they say that oh I'm not good at this. No yeah. shit. Like that. That's a that's a, that's the pet peeve of mine. Like no shit, you're not supposed to be good at this. And then these people get discouraged and not do it again because they're not good at it. Like with no. that mindset, you're not going to do anything, right? Is it?
0: Yeah, but look, I, I think that depends on why you're doing it. Yeah. Like, if you're this morning, I, I, I was training with a client of mine and I had a lengthy chat with him about why he wanted to train in the first place. And he was pretty clear, pretty straightforward. And he said, Well, I'm, I'm an older man, he's 50, he's got a baby girl coming up. And he said, Well, look, I'm 50, I'm overweight. And if I don't start training and if I don't start working on myself, I won't be there when she's 30, when she's 40. I'm like, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And you don't want your little girl to grow without a father. So he, he can't really win or lose after training because he, he showed up, he did the work. And if he were to come to the, to training and his win would be 11 reps on a certain weight, yes, he can lose and he can win. Mm-hmm. So people giving up too quickly on any sport, I think you just have to be honest with yourself. What's the reason why you're doing yeah. it? Yeah. I don't count my reps ever. I don't care about the weight that I'm lifting. I love the fact that I can move. I love the fact that I, it makes me feel better, that I can express myself. Every extra, yeah. every training session I do is a win for me, every single mm-hmm. one of them.
1: i come to the mindset lately is like is of just learning new movements. I've, yeah. I'm just enjoying learning new movements. You know, it's there's some sort of freedom attached to that. You know, is it just learning a different kick or to handstand, or do a flip, for example? It's just there's, there it, just seems like. It almost seems infinite in how we can move. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, and and what you can do with that stuff. I mean, for one, moving is cool. What can you do with it? Like you said before, mm. you can climb. So you can climb on things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Me and my friends, we just we're climbing on random shit, even outside the climbing gym now. It's it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to like you can even do you want to move? Just I I I've, I I've some like. Theatrical martial arts, but I do flips and kicks, and like sure, it's not really functional. But it's I, a part of me really wants to learn that stuff. It, it looks so sick, like acrobatic kicks. That's it's so cool. I don't know why I want to learn it. it just yeah, but it's art,
0: you know. I yeah
1: not, yeah okay yeah.
0: Not too long ago, I um had my bear cups class, and I had about twenty kids, and uh, I could tell they were. A little bit tired. They were disengaging. So I wanted to remind them of why we were going to do movement, why we we're going to do animal flow and stuff. And I said, you know, art, when you think of art, you think of paintings, and you think of uh, scribbles, and you think of uh, drawing. And I said to them, well, I, I, I disagree. I think art is expression. I think art, it can be dancing too. And I think art can be uh, singing, and art can be moving. Like, our, our coach, Chris, from the, from the dojo, when I see him move, when I see him perform uh, BJJ, to me, that's art because I can see skill there. I can see thought. I can see intent.
1: So, yeah. You can see, like, behind how many hours of practice it took. Yep. To get to that level.
0: And it, it, it's cool. And you know what? Um. This is something I'm, I'm, I'm really looking into is I want to recognize a master. And it's kind of hard to explain when you can tell someone is a master, but it's just, you, you can tell. Like not too long ago, I was at, um, I had to get my hair cut and I got to a new barber and I asked him, oh, I just want to have this and this and this. And he's like, no, no, no. And he, he, he came up with a different proposal, but in the way he spoke, and in the way he, he cut my hair, I could tell there was real, real technique. There was real skill. I could just feel that. And yeah, the same goes for someone doing karate or judo or anything for that matter. I want to mm. feel that mastery. I want to feel that skill.
1: Yeah. Are you doing karate regularly?
0: No, no, I'm actually... Speaking of which, it's actually good you bring that up. Uh, I'm going to write it in my notes right now. I'm supposed to do judo with a friend on Thursday.
1: Has Kylie like, ranked you up in karate?
0: No, 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 no. She No. <laughs> but she's a third damn, nearly fourth damn in karate. She's a um, tough lady.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, you know what is she saying? It shouldn't all be about the belt. No. If it comes it comes. Yeah, I just I just like the the physical aspect of it and the respect aspect of it.
1: Mm. mm. How how different is it to something like BJJ? Because I, I I've seen some karate stuff where they focused on like takedowns. And all, but the rest of it just seems more. I don't know how practical it is compared to something like kickboxing or bjj
0: well here's where i I get a bit conflicted because i think bjj has some real strong components Uh, being able to take someone down being able to choke someone and make someone just faint but the kicking and punching when you're when you're a top guard, someone is on top of you. In BJJ, they're not gonna punch you. In real life, they are. So yeah, that's a yeah. component that's lacking. But in karate, for example, if someone just grabs your legs and pulls you down, what are you gonna do? Nothing. So I think that if you want to be good at being able to defend yourself, you need something like judo, like BJJ, wrestling. You need something like striking, some white tie, or kickboxing, or mm. karate. Yeah. So you got you kind of need both, I, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, I'm just getting obsessed with learning new moves. I've done BJJ for the past few years now, and now I, th- I just think it's time to like still do BJJ, but kind of also bring in some striking. Mm. My, yeah, you know? you know, I think it's important. Hey, it's you know I feel confident using jiu in a, in a legitimate fight, but not too much striking. And when you get in a fight, the striking will happen first. You know, if you're both if you're both standing up, if we're both two meters away from each other, the striking will probably it's it's almost inevitable that that will happen before yeah. I can take you're it on, down.
0: You're on the ground, and if you're holding someone, or just punching your head. Look, there's yeah. this, all these components in training that just. Have this different effect on you and being choked and having someone place an elbow or a knee or stomach is, is one, but I can tell you having someone kick your leg or punch you in the face that's that's a different beast, man. That's something you have to train for. Uh, that's just yeah, they um, oh, I, forgot, I didn't Mike Tyson say it. Everybody has a plan until they get punched, wasn't Mike Tyson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There's, there's another saying I like. I, I read it in some NLP book and they said, um, everyone is wise until they speak.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, that, that's pretty much uh, in, in line with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's so many times I have, I have this like, beautiful articulate line ready in my head to use in a conversation. And then um, when it comes out, sometimes it just obliterates and explodes and crashes and burns.
0: But mm-hmm. okay. you to be done right. Otherwise, it, you don't convey anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Of course.
0: No, but, you know, I, the one thing I've noticed with my kickboxing, judo, and BJ experience is just the fact that you're calm. I'm now like, uh, last Thursday, uh, we had an hour and a half session, and um, one of the guys, he's strong. His skill is not insane but he's strong rigid and he was right on top of me and he was trying to yank my arm I was in a very uncomfortable position and at the moment I thought you know what he's got nothing there's nothing he can do right now that can hurt me I might feel uncomfortable but I start, just started going breathing deeply through my nose and I could tell he was getting tired and as soon as I could tell he was uh, wearing down I whoop was right on top of him and I won. Mm. And that, I think, where the trick is. That's why I think the trick is. is. Can you stay calm? Can you stay in a moment, even if you're getting kicked, even if you're getting punched, if you're getting choked, if you're getting uh, someone right on top of you? Yeah. Because as yeah. soon as that motor control and that planning goes out of the window, you're done for, no matter how much skill you've got.
1: Yeah. You have to, you have to be indifferent. You know, even if you're winning, you have to be indifferent. I just, I recently just competed in the state titles and in one of my matches, there was about five seconds left. We both had the same amount of points, but he had a few advantages. So when the round was over, he would have won. But when, as the last few seconds happened, I found a sweep. He, he was, he was just getting cocky. You know, he thought he'd won. There was a few seconds left. I swept him. I got the points in the last few seconds of the game. And if he just stabilized himself and didn't think he was going to win, he probably wouldn't have let me swept him. He he just, yeah, he got way too cocky and <laughs> ended up winning that match. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome for me.
0: That's that's, that's a good skill. That that yeah. that, that to me is, is, is a virtue.
1: Still- yeah. You know, in a, Ten seconds before that, I, I I did have this line of thought that said, Oh fuck, I'm gonna lose. Until I saw I but he just made the mistake and which let me win. That's cool. I th- that, yeah. I
0: think that's also due to your meditation, it would make sense to me.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you you can't you can't let your thoughts control you. You know, I I, I had I had this exact same problem. That he had, but mine was more negative, and I had it before him, and I just threw it away.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. It comes in, and you yeah. just let it out. Hey, but awesome! Yeah. So you won state champions.
1: No, I got I got the silver medal in the state champions. Unfortunately, but still huge. Uh, it, pardon? That's still huge. Yeah, this is nice, but um, I, only had, I i i this will win because I only had four weeks to train because of—I of my appendicitis. You know, I got my appendix from Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You told me. You told me.
1: for two for two months, really. So it wasn't really. It wasn't not an ideal situation to be in. You know, but like how many pe- how many people would actually go fight after they get an appendectomy? Yeah, not 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 a lot. <laughs> yeah. but uh, I that, 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 that's him. that's a, that's a win for me in itself.
0: No, but you're absolutely right. A lot of people would say, oh, I wouldn't be able to win, so I might as well not try. And I can imagine yeah, you're going, yeah. I'm just going to give it a try, learn something from it.
1: Yeah, that, that one guy in my, in my team, he he didn't compete at all just because he knew some tougher guys were in the exact same division as him. Oh, come on. Exactly. Exactly. I, I had, That's
0: the thought I had. I had a, I had a guy coming in um, also last Thursday, and he, he's bigger and stronger than me. And the first thought I had was yes, awesome. There's someone that can submit me because I have I have a big ego. I I do. I think I'm yeah. I'm, I'm tough shit and I'm uh, I'm cool and I'm masculine. But I, I I I need that. I need someone that can submit me. That no matter yeah. what I do, I'll lose. I need yeah.
1: that. Did ah, you like Dragon Ball Z as a kid?
0: No, no, uh, some friends of mine did actually, but no, I, I never did.
1: Yeah, there's like it's just always it's got that it's always consistent with that hero's journey where there's like they the characters get really strong until there's one more villain that's much stronger than them and they have to train really hard to beat this one villain and just repeat that cycle. <laughs> but it's a it's a cool cycle to have. It's a bit of motivation watching that kid's show. Yeah, but you need something to resist. Huh?
0: You need something to resist against. I mean, that's what we're here for.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Hmm. I do want to share something with you.
1: Mm.
0: I um, judo has taught me uh, about psychological warfare, and I still use it to this day. So whenever I did, um, I think I've done championships for about six years as, as a kid. And in judo, you go into this pool. So you have a pool of five, six, and matches last for about five to six minutes. And uh, unless you score an ippon, when they're on their back, you win. And you would just go from person A to B to C to A, and one would win and one would lose. And the first thing I always did I would look at the pool. I would look at what kind of guys am I up against and how are they looking at me? And is anyone scared? And usually what I would do, I would destroy the first guy. I would just stay calm, let him do his stuff, let him get into a good position. And when it's time to strike, I would completely obliterate him and throw him on his back. And I would just calmly walk walk back and look every single guy in the face. And what it has often done is some guys were just scared to begin with and they would charge at me. And I don't know if you know about judo, but uh, the the thing with judo is you use someone else's power. So someone runs at you, you you grab them behind their back and throw them over you and they're they're done. Yeah. And I do the same with jujitsu. Like you assess the person you're up against, And you try to find their weaknesses. And you look them in the face. And the first thing I always do is I go deep inhale, exhale, and I start looking at you. And it's such a powerful tool. It is such. You've already won or lost a fight in that very first second.
1: Do you do you wait for them to look away? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if, and if they look away, then I, I, I calm it down. And if they, if they keep looking at me, then I get in close contact and I, I start pushing them back. And not, not, mm. not like pushing back physically, but I, I, I make sure that they move back.
1: Do they move back by, before the rounds even started? Or?
0: No, but with, with judo, for example, it was always one will be advancing and the other one will be going back. Like if mm. I would reach for your gi... You're trying to move your gi away so you, 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 I can't grab it. You move back. You try to grab my yeah. gi, I let you grab my gi. But I'm unmovable. So, and I I can tell it has effects on my on my daily life too because you, you sort of keep that, that mindset. You can play with people's psyche. Yeah. How's your experience been with that?
1: I, I don't, I... I'm still working on that eye contact thing before a competition because, I in at the I, it, the competitions just get so nerve wracking, man. You know, I can I'm not afraid to look in the eye, but sometimes I'm just focusing. I end up looking at where I'm going to go, you know, and I become conscious of what body part I'm going to aim for. But maybe yeah, I think I, I'm, that's a good idea to just stare them down. Well, before the competition.
0: I use two things. So I use my training to make my finding better as well. And there's two practices that really help. The first one is simple. You know, uh, the substrate lactate, right? Not
1: really. No, lactate.
0: Uh, it's It's a bit of a long story. I'll try to keep it short. But um, generally, when you're going anaerobic, so without oxygen, so during stressful times, like let's say you're going for a one minute sprint, you're producing lactate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And lactate then gets used by the brain, gets used by the muscles. And it, uh, when there's too much of it, it often causes anxiety. And if you breathe quicker, if you get more oxygen, then that lactate gets shuttled quicker. And often when you're fighting someone, you're getting scared, you produce so much lactate, you get into that anxiety state. Yeah. If you're able to shuttle that lactate quicker by having a higher degree of oxygen, you stay a lot calmer. So I do a lot of breath holds, I do a lot of breath training. So that even though a stressful, I'm in a stressful environment, my body is so good at shuttling lactate getting in that oxygen i stay calm and when there's a stressful uh, moment i get hit or I get, I get choked through my breathing i can just poof, deflate myself completely and stay in a moment
1: mm. and second you know, you know your limits
0: yeah 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 look I, I'm, I'm not the most powerful i'm not the strongest i don't have the, um, the most technique but there's one thing i do have and that's control and attention
1: Yeah, and that
0: that is highly underestimated. But you see,
1: someone who's fresh, you know, they like they you know they get in like a sub a a, a position where they're getting submitted, but they don't try and actually hold it there. You know, sure you don't get your arm broken or choke, get choked out, but still good to push past that limit. You know, to find out where it is. You know, because at that time you could find an escape. You know, if if you didn't if you didn't tap out could have escaped.
0: Hmm. Yeah, but you have to find your limits, and like you don't want your arm to be broken, as you said. But you have to see how far can I go, because that com- becomes your safety next.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and- sure you don't want to break yourself, but, and, and that's fair enough. I think, but like, it, I, if I'm talking like ligament wise, you know.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But li- yeah, ligament wise, is-
1: wise, not so much. You know. You just I'll, have to I'll only choke. Yeah, I'll i only tap out when I'm getting blurry when I'm about to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But look, yeah. There, there's I haven't passed out yet. I haven't yeah. passed out yet.
0: There's a second component here. Also overlooked often. And that is um, the hardware. So the breathing is often a mental component where you have conscious control over you can lower your stress levels. But if you have the hardware, you're just as scary. <clears throat> like <clears throat> because of all the carries I've done, the cyclical work, and the the lifts with the sandbags, you have those prime movers: your your pecs, your your upper back, your glutes, your your quads, your external obliques. And <clears throat> when someone tries to move you, you don't move. And I distinctly remember a friend of mine, Rene. He was, uh, he was sparring with Matthew Tesla. And he's supposedly like a top-notch guy in BJJ, like really high level. And what he said to me, I will never forget. He said, as soon as I grabbed his gi, it was like he had a hold of me.
1: A a what? A wall knee. He said,
0: as soon as I grabbed the hold of his gi, so his suit. Yeah, it felt like he had a hold of me.
1: A oh, hold, yeah. Because yeah. he's oh, so okay. sturdy,
0: so strong, so stable. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like one thing I'm kind of I've been thinking about is how fluid jujitsu is. It's almost like you are the water, and your opponent is the cup, and you're just reacting to your <laughs> the shape like of your opponent. Yeah, and you know it's just a it's a it's a cup that's infinitely moving and you're just reacting to them, you know? I guess, it, you know, I think there's times where you can try and make the cup move itself or maybe like turn that up, make it a part part of you, you know, make it more fluid because some really good guys make their, some really good guys make their opponent react to certain things, you know? They put them into positions where they want them to put them into.
0: I, I admit that being in that flow state and reacting to your opponent is a big part of of jiu-jitsu. but i see it like the elements mm. like with air it will be letting go if you're in a shitty position you're not happy about that you feel like you've done something wrong let it go the fire will be and um, what i said to you before with the judo is you let them take you and as as soon as you feel like you're ready you explode you burst you 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 drive fear into their hearts and earth is just driving fear into their hearts by being immovable by making them feel like there's no no matter what they do they cannot move you you decide where the where the game goes not the other way around and as you said water would be the one where you start playing where you start greeting the guy and seeing what he what he's what he's about
1: yeah i like that that's really cool that's beautiful
0: and you know, you can train these elements you know you can all four of these elements both physically and mentally can be trained they they can be altered
1: mm. do, do you have like a is, is there a certain element that suits your style um
0: yeah fire and earth yeah fire yeah. and earth Jordan Peterson talks about agreeableness,
1: Mm.
0: about how the outliers in agreeableness are often manly, and how a lot of women are very agreeable and very, a lot of men are not agreeable at all. I'm not a very agreeable person. Yeah, you will know if I like you, if I don't like you, and if I think you're fucking up, I will tell you. Yeah, and I I like that rigidity. That no matter how much shit is going on around me, I stay calm and relaxed and strong and stable. And if I need to, I I, I burst and I explode. And I, I can do the other two other two as well: the flowing, the feeling, the empathy and stuff, and the, the letting go and disconnecting from all the shit that's going on in your life. But the the first two elements, oh I like that man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, you're definitely not, you're quite a counterculture kind of person. I think we both are, and that's why we relate a lot. Yeah. Well, you look, know, we I, see, I said like, this to you
0: before, the reason why I feel a strong connection with you is because you have that calmness within you. I can, when I whenever I talk to you, I, I feel like you're really listening and I can tell, I feel like I can tell you a lot because we've gone through similar experiences.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, it's. I think we both see people on fire. You know, a lot of people. <laughs> <day>. <laughs> that's uh,
0: yeah, yeah, that that's that's pretty accurate.
1: <laughs> you know that, that people complain and compl- complain about the shit going on, but there's cause and effect going on. You know, and it, it doesn't seem like there's a limit. There's a, there's not a limit to how much happiness we can have in our lives. Yep. you know, we can ultimately decide, decide I,
0: that. I think it's all within you. I think you don't need any person or any medicine or any practice Well, you may be a practice, but I don't think you really need all that much to be happy.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I think the we have to, we need the practice because we need something to get ourselves out of it. We're almost jailed by this conditioning we have. Yeah. And the practice, the practice is just letting go of that conditioning.
0: Oh, you know, can, I, to- I, can I share with you something? Yeah. I, um, oh, fuck, I, I'm going to have to explain as well because it's a cool experience. Um, yeah. I was doing my breath work. I was doing my breath work and afterwards meditation and I was amped up. I was just on fire and my mind was all over the place. So the breath holds were very difficult. And normally I would suffer my way through the breath holds like, oh, this is hard, but I can do it. And if I don't do it, I, I'm a loser. And I started talking, uh, doing that negative self-talk. And as it got harder, I thought, you know what? Just feel. Mm. And I kid you not, I could feel like a sort of a, a, a stimulus running down my spine or my spine just relaxed and After my whole body just went... And then my diaphragm still started vibrating because the carbon dioxide dioxide started building up. But I really detached myself from the feeling. Like the the, the physiological reaction was still there. My body was still uh, going through all these pH shifts and uh, lowering oxygen. But the psychological effect wasn't there. And I felt the same during... What, what did you say you just dismissed it yeah yeah nice the it's just a feeling it's, it's self-inflicted and I said to myself I want to be here I choose to undergo this experience because I like to learn and I like to I don't always want to be comfortable I, I like being uncomfortable
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I think the, the you know, the, when I've gotten the most out of breath work is through the same thing, is when I stop thinking. You know, that's my, that's my only problem when, with breath work is the thinking. Mm. Actually, you know, sometimes oh, I'm too tired to do the breath work, it takes too much energy. The more I think it, I think about it, the slower and harder doing something like Wim Hof does.
0: Yeah, because t- t- tell me about your breath practices. Have you uh, changed anything up or?
1: I'm not. I'm not doing uh, too much at the moment. Um, but yesterday, like, I, last week, I worked like fifty hours, and I was just really run, run down, and like you know, yeah, it, it was just stupid. Just a Christmas shifts, right? Mm. And I, I was feeling run down. I could feel like cold coming on, sniffles, and I just practiced Wim Hof method, just three rounds, really simple, and I, I'm not. I feel fine now. I'm not sick or anything.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Oh, so I just
1: that's yeah cool. I just pulled it out of my pocket you know it's the tool I can use now whenever it's uh, yeah it's, no, I'm grateful uh, for it.
0: that that's massive see that see what you just did there you didn't need anyone you do? didn't need anything you just it yourself do something yeah, yeah.
1: you know I, I I don't get I don't even really get sick anymore I like last time, last time I got truly sick, was probably like when I'd go on benders. You know, it's that, that, that's when I was like benders, like just drinking a lot over.
0: Ah, a couple
1: of yeah, but see, called, there you've got an effect. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly, and that, that 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 that's when I was sick, and it's just not worth it.
0: Yeah, but if you if you think about sickness, what does sickness even mean? I mean, mm. get. You might have a bacterial infection, or you get a virus, and whatever. But you know what? I think in general, sickness is just the body being over uh, having too much sympathetic activity.
1: Like you're, yeah. yeah. i was I was, for, I was almost forced into a parasympathetic state. You know, when you're sick, you and you lay down, you actually get that chance to rest. And it was like it was almost my body was forcing me to rest.
0: Yeah, and I think if you. On a daily, a weekly, if not daily basis, really consider, okay, where am I at? How am I feeling? Am I upregulated? Am I downregulated? Can't I get out of bed or am I anxious all the time? What can I do? Like to me, yeah. the Thursday and Friday carnivore, no stimulants. Most of the time fasting, having one meal. That's really two days where I completely crash, where I just... I'm not as productive. I don't do as much, but I, I give my body the time to recover.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, I saw some of the stuff you posted. It sounded really interesting how you, you have certain, certain diets of the day for how you're going to go your day out.
0: Oh, well, look, if you, if you want to get into this, uh, we, we can, there's a whole lot of stuff we can
1: talk about. Okay, if you so want. Is, this some, is this something new you've been doing? Like, is this, it just seems a like a bunch of female knowledge you've you've brought into into your life.
0: Uh this goes pretty deep. Um okay. Are you sure you want to get into this?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Okay. Um it starts with the local and non-local mind. It, it, this this goes right right back to the very foundation. So I I started reading this book and i started talking about the more meditation you do the more you connect with the non-local mind and uh, I've started realizing that universe reality is just a sort of a being, a system, an organism in a way. And everything within that organism, which some might call God, I just call it a system or an algorithm, works via a couple couple of rules. And the difference between the way people are... uh, treating life uh, most of the time, and I'm treating it, is a treated convergent where you always do this and always do that. Every morning you wake up with coffee. Every morning you wake up uh, having your toast. Whereas I go, I create a system. Okay, I wanna get creative today. So I'm gonna do A, B, and C. Oh, I wanna focus today. I'm gonna do uh, D, E, and A. Uh, I wanna go for intensity of the day. So I create these little systems with certain behaviors to drive me towards a certain action, and I say drive because the same as in the body, an enzyme, an enzyme helps a chemical reaction happen. It doesn't force it to happen; it helps it to happen. And sometimes my mind is just isn't there. I want to focus, but I, my body won't. But I'm teaching my whole my whole self as an organism to get to places. Because when you look at the central nervous system, all it does, it makes these predictions. And I'm feeding these predictions by saying, hey, I've just done all these behaviors, so I would like you to go there. And same as when I go to sleep, I show my body, I teach my body, okay, it's time to go to sleep now. So for starters, no movies. Little social media. Uh, I would like you to read. I would like you to socialize. I would like you to uh, eat primarily protein and heavily digestible food. Um, on my plant compound days, I, I take turkey tail. I take reishi. I take all these compounds that help me get to that state. But if it doesn't happen, like last, time, last night I didn't sleep well because I had some green tea, I accept it. I don't yeah. fuck because I don't have everything under control, but I, I make things as likely as possible to happen. I increase the probability on certain behaviors arising.
1: That's that's really cool. That's really. You worded that so awesomely.
0: Huh? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's it's it, it's new. It's. I. Like it's like a self-learning organism. I'm sort of my mental, my mental capacity is now a self-learning organism where I I can really start feeling where I need to go. And like right now, this morning, uh, I started today today with some fruits. I had some coffee. I did uh, explosive exercises and I can tell I'm incredibly sharp right now, incredibly calm. And I already know that I'm going to have slight anxiety tonight during jujitsu because I have expended a lot of energy already and I'm going to be tired. Mm. And I'm, and I gonna need to go on. I'm, I've, I've already accepted that, that that's going to be a part of me. And tonight I won't be sleeping as perfect because I'm a slow metabolizer of caffeine, which means I won't be getting into deep sleep. And I accept that because I'm getting something out of it. So the next day I don't take any stimulants at all
1: would you would you consider like cacao as a stimulant because i know there's a little bit of caffeine but it's very low amount um
0: the big three stimulants uh, available stimulants are far more to me are caffeine L-theanine and theobromine and mm, okay I would say caffeine is more towards the central executive where you just get stuff done. You're not that creative. You just do stuff. l is very much towards the focus and creativity where you just go all over the place and get all these new ideas. And theobromine is more towards the social, empathetic side, the sexual side, the... Um, you get higher blood flow and stuff so theobromine in system yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah exactly so i i love myself dark dark chocolate i i love it i have it at least one, once a week to a maximum of twice a week but it you have to realize it's going to have certain effects on you it's you're going to feel a certain way and the next day you might feel a little bit depressed and down because you have depleted well, you could go down into the chemical reactions, but I say just you've already expanded your happiness.
1: Really? Even with something like just cacao? Yeah, but look, you, you, you should be sensitive.
0: Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I cannot watch movies anymore. I cannot watch movies anymore because my mind already goes so incredibly fast. I can just... I sat in the car today for an hour... And during that hour, I was going through all these theories and all these uh, things I want to do. So, I'm sensitive to stimulants. Coffee gets me, and yeah, if, if you don't feel anything from cacao, one cup of coffee or one cup of tea, you're uh, you're downplaying yourself. You could do better.
1: Okay, okay, I, I'm I'm going to keep that in consideration. Uh, I've, I've been getting the habit of coffee again. And it's just, it's not what I, like, I remember there was this time when I was just drinking a lot of coffee and it made me more tired.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And drinking coffee, it was more, I was more tired. You know, it didn't, it, it didn't really give me the effects that that is advertised. You know, okay. it's so much about it. We don't really know. It, 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 and it's just become so common. Well, to drink use it
0: use the caffeine you could you know if you want to get it get off your caffeine addiction you, you start constraining you start sort of constraining yeah. the darkness you say i get to have caffeine once a week but that means i w- will be fasting all day because my metabolism will be down regulated because of the stress i need to do some exercise i can't drink coffee and sit on my ass and i need to do some form of studying And you're going to have to accept, if you do that, that you are going to not feel so great in the evening. You're not going to sleep great uh, that night. And you might be a little bit tired. You're going to have to accept that that's a part of your reality. And if you're okay with that, go for it. But use it. Don't use it as a crutch, but use it as a tool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, today I just, I I, I didn't drink a, coffee today, I replaced it with cacao. Mm. I think I don't really want to get the coffee, too much of the coffee withdrawals. And I, I know there's a big difference between cacao and coffee as well. You know, I think in a serve of cacao, if you have it like a tea, it's like nine milligrams in a serve of caffeine. I may be wrong. And that's only a tenth of a of your standard coffee shop. So yeah. I'm just kind of using that to know off. And look, I I think we, I think weaning off things like that is always a bit of an excuse.
0: (laughs) Well, look, you, 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 you want a stimulant and you want a stimulant for a reason because that's what you're used to. And people always like to single out certain compounds. And I, I think that's, uh, ineffective. I think you want to look at the whole plant. I think that plants sort of talk to us. Like the same as they talk about lady ayahuasca, ayahuasca talks to you and, and how uh, masculine in San Pedro and uh, peyote is the masculinity and it's sort of a deity that talks to you. I think that coffee talks to you. I think that green tea talks to you in a way. I mean, the plant just sends you signals chemically. Yeah. Yeah. If you learn to read them, you can use them for your your own good.
1: Yeah. Well, it's... Like going back to the ayahuasca stuff, when a shaman goes on a plant dieta, they use they try and gain the the plant as an ally so they can call upon the plant throughout ceremony and use the powers of that plant in the ceremony. I think that's kind of you know, I'm not sure if it's something that's metaphysical or or something that's kind of stemmed from the unconscious, but it seems really pretty pretty interlinked.
0: I, I I honestly, I don't know a lot about the uh, metaphysical, so I won't dive too deep into it, but I, I believe there's something there.
1: There's mm. something there. We've seen it. We've, we've seen it, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we... yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, we, we have, yeah we have. Yeah. But um, what did I want to say? No, but you know, I, I remember, for example, Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha has a very pronounced effect on anxiety because it works as an adaptogen because it turns out that certain compounds in the plant ashwagandha are very much like cortisol so your body uh, reduces its production in cortisol and it's taken over by the plant so to me that's quite literally just a plant sending out signals to your body helping you overcome certain things Is it
1: is it worth is it worth relying on the plant to do that
0: though? Um, well here we get into the systems again. If you always use ashwagandha, always, then no, because it becomes a crutch. Yes. If you teach your body to calm down through various practices like breath holds, breathing. Or certain plant compounds, then no, because then you you teach your body, hey, this is a signal to calm down. It doesn't always come from the same source. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've just uh finished a batch of, of Raishi, the, the mushroom, and I'm now now going on turkey tail tonight. And I've given myself that jolt of energy with coffee in the morning, and I'm slowing it down with uh turkey tail. And Thursday and Friday, I take nothing. Just meat, nothing else. Yeah. So it's, 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 a, it's a tough conversation. There, there's no real good answer here because depending on how well you sleep and how busy your life is, what do you have kids? You might be better off with not taking any coffee at all or you might be better off with taking it. It's just it's a, it's a complicated conversation.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's so important to learn about these, this, the, the nervous systems, right? The parasympathetic and the sympathetic. Mm-hmm. You know, it just shows not really one being. We are multitude, we are a facility yeah. of different states of being. And yeah. we can see that just in looking at the nervous system.
0: Because it's all, it's all the same.
1: You know, uh, if, you, if you ask someone, like, or if they've done something that's kind of almost, like, unacceptable, you ask them, why, why, why would you do that? And they will just say, oh, it's just who I am.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, not... yeah. They, they can't explain it. It just happens, it really... yeah. Yeah, they're, they're natural forces at playing. And, you know... Um... Yeah,
1: it's, but it's not just who you are. There's so much more to you than that.
0: Oh, you'll like this one, too. I, I had this thought in the car. I was just letting my mind wander a little. Have you ever heard of Campbell's Law?
1: Is this like the hero's journey?
0: No, it's an it's an actual law. It's a okay. sa- statistical <laughs> it's... law.
1: Yeah, 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 sure.
0: The more a measure is being used, the lesser its f- effectivity will be.
1: Can you say that again? There's a bit of delay.
0: The more a measure is being used, the lesser its effectivity will be. Mm. Because you know what? If you are the head of a school and your funding is decided by the outcome of the tests, over time you will find a way to cheat the system. Over time you will find a way to get better outcomes. Mm so yes and if you if you take that a step further i start realizing that if you have empirical data which are the studies which is pure measurements if you have the logical data which is uh meta-analysis and you uh, being able to understand stuff and you have the anecdotal data which is the experience people often um Dumb down anecdotal data as just, oh, that's just how you feel. But you know what? I think anecdotal data, data is much more important than empirical data because you know what? Every little part in your body sends off little signals saying what's going on. Your brain, your lymphatic system, your uh, vascular system, your, your cardiovascular system, your respiratory system, all, all these little systems in the body give off all these signals. Like a symphony, telling you where you need to go.
1: Mm. Terence McKenna, McKenna quoted this guy, and he said, "There's no such thing as a coincidence. That's not, a bad
0: hypothesis. Not, could not agree more.
1: I think I think that's just I, like for example, you know, you, you you I remember you shared this post, and it was a photo of a city, and you said, "How crazy is it?" That this city at nighttime looks similar to neurons being fired.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, and like, it,
1: is that a, is that coincidental? And like, it gets bigger and bigger. You know, you start to see certain planets being aligned. Um, you know, some planets looking like electrons. You know, with moons revolving around them, it, it just seems almost coincidental. You look at our lungs. Yep. For example, you see it's like a awesome. diagram of them. They look like tree branches. They look like trees.
0: Look at fungi. Look at look at the way fungi grow and look at the networks of trees. I, 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 fu- I truly believe that everything is the same. Everything works according to some fundamental laws. And if you want to make your life a hell of a lot easier, I highly advise you figure out how these laws work. Because as soon as you realize that you have complete control but also no control at all you don't worry as much anymore like Mm. i will at some point die and whether that's today or whether that's in 10 years i don't really care i'll disintegrate i'll be a part of the whole being and i will i'll manifest myself into something else and whether my mind will be there again whether there's a soul i don't care It, it, it Mm. it doesn't make a difference for me
1: yeah, that's really like the philosophy of the warrior. Hey, yeah,
0: yeah, like like the Vikings. Yeah, mm. it, it, it it's it's a, a Viking uh, way of looking at life. Like death is not the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, if and if yeah, if we if we do die, everything is still going. You know, it's almost kind of just being way too self-important, worrying about death.
0: <laughs> Look, you In- and my. I- are incredibly important, but we're also not important.
1: We're mm, part of a very, yes, yes. Lar-
0: a very large organism and we, you and I will both serve our task. And I feel, I know my task in life. I feel like I know how I can serve other people.
1: Yeah. But I'm also- The, not- the universe is way too big for us to be important.
0: <laughs> we're tiny. Yeah. So why even, why even care? Just-
1: yeah but i just think it's weird everything just doesn't seem coincidental you know it's you know, if you look at it at in a scientific perspective it all looks coincidental but it just doesn't feel coincidental
0: synchronization that's what that's what they call it yeah synchronization big word
1: Syngr- why 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 is it called synchronization
0: things synchronize i um when I look at my, uh, the path I've walked coming here to Australia, things were working too well. I needed a car, I got a car. I uh, wanted to teach kids, now I'm teaching kids. I, um, I'm very attracted, attracted to strong women. I'm, I'm now the partner of a martial artist. And I started feeling that whenever I ask for something and truly ask for it, it comes, it happens.
1: It just, yeah. it just well, manifests. When you, when you ask for something, do you ever sit down and actually ask about it? Or is it something that's just in your mind, like floating around the back of your head?
0: Um, well, during my meditation practice, I often just, I start off with why. Then I ask, I would like this and this to happen. The same as with the enzyme. I can't ask for it. I can't say this is what I want. Because I don't don't know what I want. I don't know everything. Like I was I was saying to myself, Oh, I need to uh, it will be good if I get more finances. Because wow, well, I'm not making a lot of money at the moment, I'm investing a lot, but it will happen. I will survive through it. And if my cause is just, if my cause is good for others, if I really do it for other people, not myself, then it will happen. Mm. It, the finances will come because I don't do it for the finances.
1: Yes. Yeah. Damn.
0: So, first, you need to really make sure that do you really want it? Do you really need it? And then you just say, I would like to. I would mm. like for this to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How, you know, I'm kind of, I've, look, I'm, a, I'm a believer in that law of attraction, but sometimes some things. Almost, it's, I feel like it's some a lot of things are taking too long. Uh-huh. I'm just getting. I'm getting impatient. I think. Yeah, but, but then. I'm, I'm not going to lose track. Still, I'm still going to focus on, on what I'm doing.
0: If but you it, wanted to go faster. Yeah. I would highly yeah, recommend great. you figure out what what your personal legend is in life. Yeah. What? Your are personal you? legend what are you gonna to bring to this world
1: that's gonna add something what makes you special and what are you gonna what yeah so what are you gonna stand yourself up with hey
0: look I I 100 percent believe I'm here for a reason I 100 percent believe I am I serve a purpose and that purpose is to get people to move again and to just you say, take charge of themselves again not take medicine not take pill not take food not go to doctors just do it themselves that's that's why I feel I'm here yeah yeah you have a you have a purpose too Seth you're a one of a kind you're a one of a kind person you you're young and you you're a fighter you've traveled the world you've gone through these ayahuasca experiences You you have opened up your mind which means that you will do great things Mm. I know it that's why we're talking because I talk to people that I feel will change this world too and I feel yeah you, you will be one of those people that will add something
1: yeah I, I hope I, I hope that's like okay. I I'm worried just of my own ego getting late I don't want that to inflate me I think maybe that's just being me trying to be humble or something it was, I think, ultimately, having that idea is probably better than being humble. Yeah,
0: but look, I, I, I get what you're saying. And it's yeah. really good that you do. It's really good that you're concerned with that. But I am here not because of myself. I am here because my parents raised me in safety. I'm here because they have uh, helped me with finances. I'm here because of Kylie. I'm here because of so many factors so it's not the ego it's i haven't done this alone at all i've been helped so many times and all i want to do in return is just pay my rent for being being on this earth and that's helping others
1: yeah yeah you, you're doing such a good job of it man
0: hmm. thank you uh-huh.
1: yeah. I, I really love these conversations like it helps me just come across some ideas and make them into words you know Yeah,
0: but it all starts with, you know, uh, not too long ago, I was reading a book and they were talking about the effects someone's thought process has on someone else. And um, there was a group of students that had to lead mice through a maze. And they were led to believe that it was one group of mice that were maze bright. So they were good at mazes. They were bred to be that way. It was one group of mice that was bred to be made dull. And it was one group of mice that was just standard. Of course, it wasn't true. They were just all mice, normal mice. But it turned out that uh, just because the students had a perception of these mice, they were either doing better or worse. And if your perception of someone else already affects them, can you imagine what your perception of yourself is going to do? Mm. But Seth, if you tell yourself right now, I'm going to make a change, I will do good in this world. And if you tell yourself that every single day and truly believe it, what kind of effect is that going to have? That's going to be massive,
1: massive. Yeah. Even if it's just like once a day, it becomes a, bit, it becomes a fire. You know, yeah, just fire. Putting, putting a few sparks on there, you know, you don't. We don't want to do it too much. And then it becomes like a fucking bushfire,
0: <laughs> right? And burns oh, yeah. everything down. Right.
1: <laughs> you're right, you're right. Because you. But yeah, yeah. Like... yeah. Yeah.
0: Find the right people. Like, find people. that... Find the right people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems like a big. It, it, like, you know, I'm I'm finding a line of becoming too egoic, You know, and then. Becoming overconfident and then underconfident. There's a fine line in, mm. in that. And I think physically that it, that results in a flow state, finding that line. Right? That's with everything. Yeah.
0: There's, there's no thing that's primarily good or there's no thing that's primarily bad. It's just, it all depends oh. on the context. And the more involved you get into the process, the more you'll learn where you need to go. And that's a. <laughs> That's a life quest, man. That's a yeah. life quest figuring out where you need to go. I'm, I'd like to say I'm getting better every day, but I'm definitely not there. I'm, I'm, I'm not done yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And once, once you say you're done, you're done. You're not going to learn anything.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> first... you know, Some of my life, they say they, like. it's too late for the change and that's just, that's just it's just sad to see being like that
0: you shortcut yourself you know, it's,
1: it's, it's change, change, change is happening every single moment in your body even if it's just a metabolic change it's constantly happening
0: which is also exciting because you're you can make mistakes you can do something that's not you and just move on mm. Like you can build your yeah. structure. You can uh, do something you're you're ashamed of. Like I I, yeah. I have a strong aversion to porno and masturbation because I think it's it's unethical to my being. But sometimes I I can't help it. Sometimes I have to. And I used to beat myself up. Oh, ha, beat yourself up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and now like that that's that's okay. That that that's fine. Just try to yeah. do it again.
1: Find the balance in it, right? Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's probably something unhealthy in in abstaining in sexual needs for a really long time.
0: Well, you don't want to do it too long. Yeah. Ah, uh, look, that, that that that's another chat. That's also a long. Yeah, that's another.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, if you're just on nomading out somewhere for like 30 years, that's kind of that's. You know, I could be wrong. It could be a beneficial thing. But, yeah. Uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff that,
0: that we do as beings is because you want to be reproductive and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Where are you going? Where are you going to? I'm Uh We need to plan the semantics and stuff, if you want. Right. But you know, when I've got three children that need Christmas presents, we need dinner, you know, and I've got three hours before, so... Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Love you. Yeah.
1: You <laughs> can put on my place there. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Um uh, should we call it quits for now?
0: Yes. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Um, it'd be wise to do some, something now. Uh,
1: when you when you finish your recording, I just got one thing to ask you. Um,
0: I'm just going to uh, yeah. uh, Uh, Merry,
1: Merry Christmas, guys.
0: And...